Kingdom Leadership Equipping. Good afternoon and welcome to KLE Podcast. And uh, this is your host, John Smith. We are talking all things kingdom and specifically kingdom leadership. And again, I want to reiterate who's the kingdom leader, who's the leader in the kingdom? Everyone. (laughs) Everyone who decides to develop, uh, find, develop and follow God's purpose for their life is a leader. Hi, Victoria. How are you? Um, So we need to understand is that there's not special, special people who can become leaders. Some just uh, arise in their gifting more than others. Uh, But everybody's a leader. Everybody needs to be a leader. We need you to lead regardless of what your role and your position is in life. We need you to lead and specifically to be a kingdom leader. We need you to learn. We need a generation of people to grow up and learn what it is to be kingdom leaders, to have a kingdom heart, a kingdom mindset, and then a kingdom style of leadership, just like Jesus, (laughs) the greatest leader that ever walked the face of the earth. All right, so we are talking Um, briefly today about knowing God's will for you. And uh, last week I spoke about aligning as man, and that's as Adam. That's not not male or female. That's male and female, Adam being um, the species of man. So aligning with that. How did God create us? What did he create us with? And we need to get aligned with that because that's when we live secure, confident lives. That's when we live in in a place. Um, I was just sharing with somebody now uh, online is that uh, Jesus said, everybody can leave me. Everybody can abandon me, but I'm not alone because my father will never leave me and never abandon me. He's with me. And, I, you know, what confidence, what security is that when we know as uh, in our spirit man and we can align with that. We live in peace. We live in righteousness. We live in the joy. We live walk in righteousness before God. We, we walk in confidence. We walk in faith. We, you know, we're not we're not living this um, up and down, insecure life, trying to find our place. We know who we are because we live by faith in who He is and what He's done. We know we are sons of our Father. And that's the thing is, you know, we've got to learn as sons to fellowship with our father, to spend time with our father, to receive from our father. Because most, first and foremost, you are a son of God. You are a son of your heavenly father, not a son of man. You know, earthly fathers on the earth to represent your heavenly father. And the thing that I always emphasize to all the men that I speak to and all the, the young ladies and women that I speak to is that you are a son of God. And that's the most important thing. It's when we get insecure when people are ruling over us, when we are feeling, when we are controlled, manipulated, we're coming under, when, you know, when we make men and women to be our heroes, to be our mediators, to be our high priest. Jesus is the high priest. Jesus is the one that we need to submit to. Jesus is the one that we need to um Uh, recognize as the king in our life. And we need to go to our father and be sons of the father. Jesus did that all the time. And that's why he was so secure. We need to be sons of our heavenly father. And that's what I want to encourage you with today. So we are also talking about, um, uh, we spoke about finding God's will for you as man, Adam. But today we're going to talk briefly about finding God's will for you, aligning your mandate. So not, not just aligning yourself as man. It's We're talking about the 3M strategy, man, mandate, and message. 
and uh, so I just briefly want to talk to you. This is a whole conference on this alone, but I just briefly want to mention these points to you, and we'll probably mention it more in the future, but I really want you to see this. Um, Keith, good to have you with me, buddy. Um, so finding God's will for you, aligning your mandate. What is a mandate? A mandate is the parameters that God's called you to, the role, the area of responsibility and functionality that he's called you to, where your gifting, your ability, your strengths are at its uh, best. You know, it's like this is the assignment he's called you to, and this is where you function. So let's go to the Word of God, and let's have a look at this. And I'm reading from... Um, from Genesis chapter 2 today, we were reading from Genesis 1, and uh, Genesis 1 is very important because it, it lays out in creation, God created us with authority and dominion to be like Him, to rule and reign. God doesn't have subjects in His kingdom. He has kings. He doesn't have servants serving Him. He has kings that attend to him, that represent him. He doesn't just have servants that represent him as, amb as ambassadors, but he has kings and lords who, who represent him as ambassadors, who represent the kingdom of God, who take the kingdom to wherever they are and establish the kingdom where they are. And that's you and me. We are kings and lords because he's the king of kings and the Lord of lords. We are kings and priests unto our God in the kingdom of God. So we need to understand that. But now I want you to show you another side to that as well. So in verse 4 of Genesis chapter 2, I'm reading from the Amplified Version. It says, this is the history of the origin of the heavens and the earth. So this is now giving another account of what just happened. Um, when they were created in the day that is days of creation, that the Lord God made earth and the heavens, no shrub or plant of the field was yet in the earth, and no herb of the field had yet sprouted, for the Lord God had not caused it to rain on the earth. Why? And there was no man to cultivate the ground. So everything God had created was not yet flourishing simply because man, who's the pinnacle and the, and the absolute um, uh, uh, fulfillment of creation, it was not yet there. And so nothing could transpire. You need to understand is that your mandate, your assignment, the thing, the thing that you bring to the earth, your purpose to serve mankind with, has not cannot yet happen until you come into it, until you discover it and you begin to walk in that mandate of who God's called you, that assignment that God's called you to. And it goes on to say, um, then, uh, oh, oh ba -ba -ba -ba. For there was no man to cultivate the ground. Important there. Man had to prepare and develop and, and uh, uh, make the ground ready and right for the crops and, and the rest of creation to begin to flourish. Isn't that incredible? We he, he gave man the authority and dominion to cultivate this. <laughs> Glory to God. And then... Uh, Verse 6 says, but a mist, a fog, a dew, a vapor used to rise from the land and water the entire surface of the ground. Verse 7, then the Lord God formed, that is, created the body of man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. So that's, that's where God imparted to man who he was, his substance. So he formed man out of the ground, but then he breathed spirit life into him. And the man became a living being, an individual complete in body and spirit. Wow. 
And the Lord God planted a garden, an oasis in the east, in Eden. And Eden means delight or land of happiness. And he put the man whom he had formed, created there. And in that garden, the Lord God caused to grow from the ground every tree that is desirable and pleasing to the sight and good, suitable, pleasant for food. The tree of life was also in the midst of the garden and the tree of the experiential knowledge of, and recognition of the difference between good and evil. And then a little further down, it says, um, And the Lord God took the man that he had made and settled him in the garden of Eden to cultivate and keep it. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, You may freely, unconditionally eat the fruit from every tree in the garden, but only from the tree of the knowledge, recognition of good and evil, you shall not eat. Otherwise, on the day that you eat from it, you shall most certainly die because of your disobedience. So here we have man's mandate. See, if you want to understand what your kingdom mandate is or what the king, the will of God is for your life, you've got to go back to the origin. What we what we think is we get this theological religious concept, you know, is woo-woo, and we've got to get, you know, we've got to have all these spiritual things to, to see, you know, what is God's will for my life. But the fact of the matter is you've just got to go back to the origins. And, the, and, and there, God, when we understand and we begin to align with what God set in man's life, then it becomes easy to walk it out. It becomes easy to walk out the God's will. Jesus said, this is how you're supposed to petition heaven. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done. So uh, on earth as it is in heaven. So we are to petition God so that we can... Have his kingdom, his rule, and his order come, and then his will is his his, his order, <laughs> his kingdom, his dominion through you and through me. So that is God's will, and that is God's um, purpose to have his kingdom come and reestablished in the earth through you and me. We are now temples of the Holy Ghost, carrying the governor, the ambassador on the inside of us, the great ambassador. That he, greater than he that's in the world. And we are to come and establish that in everything we do. You have an assignment in the earth. You're probably involved in it already. And what you're busy with, you, you, you know, you're either eating the tree of life or you're eating the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. The knowledge of good and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, that experiencing knowledge was, was of good and evil was something that was set there as a, as a, uh, not a test, but it was set there as a standard of obedience for, for Adam, for ma the man and the woman. And so they had to align themselves with God's order in the garden. And you notice there was no, no religion there. There was no like worship teams. There was no meetings. There was no programs. It was just God, Adam uh, and Eve walking in the, the, um, the mandate God had given them. And they fellowship with God in the cool of the day. So in the presence and the breath, the cool of the day means the breath of his presence at that time of the day. So, so um, God sets this, this mandate for him and he says, there is a garden. God plants a garden and the garden is called um, uh, and it's an oasis, and God, God says it calls the garden Eden, and the Eden means delights, a land of happiness. It's a place. It's it. 
it's not necessarily our location. It's something, a place that Adam and Eve were supposed to replicate around the earth. They were given dominion to do that, to bring it around the earth. You see, you need to understand is that God's going to give you something small. He's going to give you a mission. He's going to give you a vision. It's going to be established on certain values. You, he's going to give you a, a uniqueness, a, a gifting, an ability, a talent, a strength. And a, a dream, an imagination, something that you, and it's, it, what it's going to do is set certain things for you in place. Now you've got to hone that in. It's going to start small. It always starts small. It's it's a place, but it's a, ha it's a happy place. It sounds very, um, yeah, anyway, it, it's a happy place. And so you go to this happy place and, and, uh, and uh, that's where it's a place of delight. It's a place of, of, um, flourishment. It's a place of prosperity. It's a place where everything is good. Where does it go? And he put man and the garden God caused to grow from the ground. Every tree that is desirable, pleasing to the sight, good and suitable and pleasant for food. And, and so you need to understand is that in that place is that where you find your prosperity. That's where you find your growth, your development. You find peace there. You have contentment there. You just, you love it. It's not about money. It's not, it's not about, it's not about fame. It's not about celebrity status. It's not about how many likes you get. It's, it's a place that you know, this is where I belong. You know, Mother Teresa was in the middle of India and she just, she started feeding the poor and she just knew she was in the right place. Even though it was all around, it was bad. You know, God provided for her and she was just content in the midst of where she was. That was her garden of Eden. And God used that to, to put her onto a world stage, you know. So, so where's God starting you? What is God starting you with? You know, he says, I have a message. I have a message to, for leaders, to develop leaders, to see people coming into their leadership. Hey, Fiona. Hey, Philip. Good to see you guys, man. Uh, love you lots. Um, so, you know, is God's put us in this, given me this message that, that I that I need to share. Now I'm sitting in four walls here. I'm sitting in a house, a farmhouse, a 250-year-old farmhouse um, in the herbs. It's it's not quite suburbs and it's not quite, um, uh, you know, rural. So it, I call it the herbs without the sub. <laughs> so I'm in the herbs here and we've got two acres of ground here my son bought. And um, so we're not in town. We're not out. And there's no buses and trains. That we, there is trains. I mean, but I've got to walk, walk very far to get there. So um, it's not like where some of you are, you know, or maybe it is. Maybe it's worse than, I mean, better than some of the places that you are. But hey, however, I'm here. What do I do? I need to use what I've got. So God gives me this idea. Podcast. Do life. I said, well, okay, I'm going to get on and I'm going to start sharing my message with the world. I'm going to start equipping people regardless of where they are in the world. It starts small. I have a mission. I have a big mission. I want to reach the globe. I want to impact people. How about you? You know, is that you might be saying, what's your name? You know, I'm not, I haven't got such a big thing and I can't talk. It's not about talking. It's not about it's it's that you communicate with who you are and what you do. You may be you may be have a shop on the corner somewhere. 
And and but that's you know this is your mandate. You're happy there. You're enjoying it. You're doing what you're supposed to be doing, and God's going to increase it. That garden, they had to increase that garden. They had to see it expand. They had to replenish, replenish, be fruitful, multiply, replenish the earth. Another translation says, "Take charge, have dominion." And you are birthed with that. You've that has been put inside of you. You've got dominion, authority. Power inside of you. You're a temple of God. Hallelujah. And so you are supposed to, by the means of God on the inside of you, go and use what God has given you. Implement your mission, your vision, your values, your, your gifting, your talent, your skills, your ability, developing relationships, you know, engaging society and the generation around you. That's what you've got to do. Use any means possible. That's really what it means is that we've got to get out there and I'm going to get to the message and I'm ahead of myself and short stay with the message. Jesse told me the other day, you're all over the place. I said, my brain is working too fast. I'm thinking about too many things and <laughs> I want to speak about it all and I've only got a little bit of time. All right. So the, 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 today, the, the mandate you align with is your garden of Eden. You understand is when you get the garden, you get everything. The tree of life is that you experience a life in what you're doing. You're enjoying life. You're enjoying the contentment of God. It's desirable. You're happy. It, you, you, you're fruitful. You're experiencing um, everything that you need there. It's pleasant. It's it's good for you, good to your sight. It's good for your spirit. You know you're in the right place. You, you just have that that around you and the elements of that of course is mission vision values edge you know it's all those things that i do in with leadership alignment and if you're in a if you're in a small business or you're a leader or you're a director or whatever you're in ministry leader if you're in leadership of any sort or small business of any sort or and you talk to me um if you're saying i'm not sure what the alignment is hey i take you through a, a great exercise and uh, and we do an assessment um, on on what it what it is and we what gaps there are and how you can fill that. So because things are changing around you, and it's easy then to get hooked into the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And you see, we've got to grow up, find the way that we can avoid that because that's what Lucifer uses to distract you from what God's assignment is for you. It's not so much what what you're doing that's wrong. It's where you're going to go that can be wrong. You know, it's like it's easy to get seduced and distracted when you're off beat to what God's called you to do. When, when even Adam began to look at other things other than what God had called them to do to cultivate the garden, that's when they got distracted. They got got off the, the beat of God. And so suddenly they lost, you know, they lost the responsibility. Thank God Jesus came back. He's restored, restored, put back into place the Garden of Eden for us. Now, again, we're looking for some kind of nice garden. No, remember, none of that was growing until man was there to cultivate it, to look after it, to care for it, to um, establish it, to, to replenish the earth with it. Your mission will not go anywhere until such time as, and I've got to just make sure I've got enough time here. Um, uh, your mission, your assignment, your responsibility, your mandate will not impact anybody until such time as you begin to move into 
that garden place. You understand? That place where you are called to. Sometimes you just need somebody to help you see that. <laughs> you know, and it's not that somebody tells you what it is. Never allow anybody to set the plan and agenda for you, for your life and for your ministry, because nobody knows it. Only your Father in heaven knows it. So don't let others have a plan for you, because they don't. They have their plan that they're going to try and impose on you. You need to get God's plan for you. God has got a plan and a purpose for your life. For I know the thoughts that you have towards us, Lord. They're not for good and not for evil. You've got a plan and an expected end, Jeremiah says. An expected end. God has a, a destiny for you to walk in. The, the leadership begins not when you get followers. Leadership begins when you discover your purpose, when you discover your, your, the, 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 mess, the, the mandate that God's given you. When, when you begin to find the desire of God within you, that's when you start walking in the will of God. We spurt, it is spiritual. I, I don't want to say we, we mustn't spiritualize it. It is spiritual. But what we're doing is we're looking for the, some woo-woo thing out there with fluorescent lights, etc. And, and that's when we find the will of God. You know, God's going to speak to me in five prophecies, 15 goosebumps, and 20 preachers are going to all preach about it. You know, uh, you're never going to get there. I, the way to do that is to get off the couch, stop watching TV, begin to um, absolutely inside of your heart align and find the desire of God. Begin to see what is what does He put in my hand? What desires? What abilities? What strengths? What gifting do I have? And begin to serve in a small space where you are right now, and then the, the garden begins to grow. I'm telling you, and when you're doing that, it's it's just like, I know I'm on the right thing. Too many people are going to work and living their lives unhappy. They're trying to live for a monthly paycheck to pay for something that they don't use, you know, and, and uh, trying to save up for an, a, a retirement that they're never going to see because they're going to die too early because they're not in their desired place. They're still trying to eat the fruit of the knowledge of good and evil and trying to weigh up everything and they're just stressing themselves out. We need to, we are the kingdom. We are the kingdom of God. You know, we can, we're representing the kingdom of God. We've got to show people how to live in this place. Align your mandate. And you say, well, Sean, you know, I'm not a pastor, you know, so maybe it's not me. Or I'm not a businessman, so that's got nothing to do with it. You know, some of the most important things you can do is to absolutely uh, raise the next generation of kingdom leaders. So which means you've got to study. You've got to put in the right stuff. You've got to learn the right principles. You've got to feed them what's necessary for them to grow up and become who God's called them to be. Amen. <laughs> you know, it's like I told the one lady one time. I said, she said, well, I don't want to just change nappies. I said, well, you could be, you could be transforming the south side of a northbound prophet. <laughs> you know, it's like, don't worry about changing the diapers. That might be the best thing you can do in your whole life. Michelle was like that. She said, you know, my, my children are the most important thing for me ever. And we made sacrifices. We made decisions to, to, um, uh, that could get her to the place that she could actually do that and minister to her children while they were growing up. Because that was important. That was a mission. That was her assignment. And she did a great job of that. Just instilling a mother's love. 
you know, that's what she did. She wanted to surround them with love and security, and 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 that's what she did. A great job of that. So uh, what I'm trying to say is, is that your, your Eden doesn't necessarily have to be something huge, a big organization, a big ministry. God forbid, you know, it's just like start small, find the one, find the two, find the hospital, find the orphans, find the widows, find the, you know, the neighbor, find the kids, find something, but find something, get off your rusty dusty and stop being a couch potato and invest yourself into something big. And, it, you know, God will never direct a parked car. You will always drive what you give him that's moving. You can't steer a parked ship. Is you've got to be a ship out the harbor, in the seas, facing the storms, getting out there and doing it. Because that's when you discover your Eden. That's when you find the place, the mandate. And if, you know, yeah. So so there are those components to it. There's a lot more to this than that. But I just wanted you to, to inspire you, to encourage you, to uh, to motivate you, if I may, to, to admonish you, to go and find the place of your mandate. Go and find your Eden. Go and find what it is that God's given you, that that, that uh, inspiration that is given you to go and increase something, to go and increase something, uh, wherever it is. And again, it doesn't have to be huge conglomerate something or other. It's just where you are, but do something. Align yourself with his mandate for yourself because that's when you find God's will. That's when you find the peace of God, the joy of God, the prosperity of God, the blessing of God. That's when you find, you know, the relationships that you need to be in, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Right. And most of all, is this week we're going to be talking, I don't know when, but maybe tomorrow, maybe Tuesday, we're going to be talking about... Um, uh, finding God's will for you, aligning your message, aligning your message. And so you'll see how the, that ties into all of this. But I really want to, this is like crucial. First the man, go and listen to that one, then the mandate. You've got to get that mandate. You've got to find your Garden of Eden. And the God, you don't find it, It's it doesn't start out there. It starts in here. It starts inside here because that's where God is. It starts inside here. You find it in here. And now it, within your own heart, within your own spirit, man, that's where you find it. All right. And that's the place that God wants you to be. And that's what you begin to increase. That will increase in your life because you begin to live that on a daily basis. It's not hard. Don't make it religion. Religion makes things hard, makes things complicated, makes it tough. Re it, this is not religion. This is about a relationship with your father as a son. <laughs> And he shows you, you have an imagination, you've got desires, you've got passions. There's things in your life that you know, this is what it's all about. All right. So that's what I want to share with you. I want you to be strong in that. I want you to see you aligned with that so that you go and make an impact in the nations. This world is waiting for you. You are God's assignment to this generation. You are. Nobody else. You are right where you are doing what you are doing. You are God's assignment to this next generation. Love and appreciate you. Thank you for being with me. It was really great fellowshipping with you again. And I look forward to tomorrow's uh, uh, message as well on KLE podcast. If you are um, in your car driving somewhere you don't, and you can't watch the video, that's cool. Just get onto KLE and please subscribe. I mean, if you go to Anchor uh, and uh, look for the KLE 
I'll put um, I put a link in after this into the uh, Facebook group. Please go and subscribe to it on Anchor because the more subscriptions I have, the the the, uh, the more exposure they give me. I'm on seven platforms with the the KLE podcast already, and they spread it even further. Uh, the more um, subscribers and the more listens I get. So please get on there, listen to some of the things on your way to work or on your way home or with your wife and family or your husband or maybe your children. I don't know if they if they're into listening to. An old guy like Sean. <laughs> but otherwise, hey, great to have you with me. And listen, again, if you need to, if you need to uh, um, find your place in alignment with your leadership, if you, especially if you're a business leader, then, um, hey, go to Sean's Leadership Mentoring. Or, or even on this page, if you go up on the, the, this side, I think, up here, um, there's a blue button that says book now. Book me and, and uh, let's have a call and let's talk about your leadership alignment. All right, until next time, God bless. Love you lots. Bye.